in theaters everywhere, actor Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your engine. Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunchin' Wolf. Get ready, because uh, Wolf and I are in the locker room. Oh, come on, man. Give me the Midnight Rider. I haven't heard him in a oh, long time. Dude, this is Rare Earth, 1968. It's, uh, you know, Rare Earth was uh, uh, the progressive rock Dude, I think you're tweaking over yeah. there. All right. All right. Thank you. <laughs> you were like tweaking Jake, over yeah, there. Yeah, I wanted to hear the music loud. Well, I know. Hey, a little bit of jam. Yeah, Get yeah. Get you moving in the morning, man. Yeah, you yeah. know, that yeah. and cornflakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, um, yesterday, Ben is back. Ben was thrown yesterday. Ben was completing passes. Uh, you know, I saw the video. Uh, you know, I, I I counted eight passes that he threw. He probably threw more than that. I would but think. Eight, but eight was on target and uh, looked uh, fabulous, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now tell the truth though. Wouldn't he look better with a Fitz beard? You know, he had that caveman like beard going when we last saw him. In the off season here, yeah, and I just think well, that, but no, but that was he, a cool beard. But he shaved it off. Well, no, he's, he's got it trimmed up. Yeah, he got it trimmed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah when, when he went to the barber. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that whole barber scene. Yeah, yeah, and then and, of course we had the gov. And got Governor all Wolf bent out of shape over that. Yeah, Governor Wolf scolded him. Yeah, see, he, yeah. he did. He did get a little bent out of shape. He but, must but be that, a Phillies that was, fan. That was a that was a buddy of his. You know, that was a buddy of Ben's. Uh, to cut his hair. Yeah, no, oh, no, no, no. The, okay. Yeah, Wolf. And he no, is no, a, not Wolf. He's the governor. Yeah, yeah, the but buddy. Yeah, I, I said the buddy. The, the, the buddy is the barber. Well, you're confusing me. Yeah, you're, well, you get me all confused. Yeah, well, you 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 get confused anyways. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, life yeah. in the Wolfly household. Yeah. yeah uh, um. So uh, we're uh, you you know you were talking about New Orleans off the air. Uh, right. The, the Saints. Wait a minute. Are we finished talking about Ben already? Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, well get the, Zooks, the, man. Well, yeah. uh, uh, Ben. You got no audible. You got nothing. You just boom a ninety degrees. Boom! Yeah, off the sequester well, in New Orleans. Well, you know what? We're talking you, about Ben. Well, ben you know is back. Ben was looking good. He's throwing the rock. Right. Did you see how he rolled out? He's got that nice release. Didn't look like there was any hitch in his get along or nothing. Right. Yeah. And he uh, and he threw uh, and he followed through. That's what you could tell that his elbow is healed. Well, thank you very through. much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I you 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 Mr. You, Wizard. Well, you you were wanting to talk about the New Orleans Saints. You were. Well, you, I thought you, it was. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, but all right. Sean Payton comes off, and this is what he does. Yeah. Okay. He says, "All right, we got a hotel downtown, New Orleans." Yeah. Okay. Now they're going to sequester in the French bubble. Quarter. In the French Quarter. <laughs> you know, that's a, my first thought was, Sean, did you really think this one through? Yeah. <laughs> How far from Canal Street are you? You know, you know, How Sean. Far? Sean Payton was the coach at Indiana State, but not when I was there. No, he was there when it was the farmers and teachers and. Right, yeah, yeah, Cowboys yeah, but he, it was it after me. It was because he's he's a lot younger than me. 
Yeah. Is he a lot younger than you? Yeah, he's. Uh, uh, I think he's ten years younger you're than me. Like so old, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're old too. Well, that's right. You're, but you're, I'm nine months younger than you're, you. You're right behind me. <laughs> Remember, it's not the years; it's the terrain. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm. I'm wearing. Uh, I'm my number sixty-two. <laughs> I'm my number. But you, 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 you got to get to your number seventy-three. <laughs> That's um, yeah, that yeah. might be high expectation, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. I guess we don't have a great shelf life. You know, um, if if the New Orleans Saints were in the French Quarter, oh, that would be bad. That would be bad. That would really be bad. Yeah, but now they're staying at a Lowe's hotel. Yeah, they're gonna. Um, they've rented out like several floors. Yeah, starting tomorrow, it's a voluntary thing where they can go to the hotel. Yeah, it's optional. Yeah, um, they'll have meals there. They got. Uh, you know, everything you need. Yeah. I think, you know what, give, then they're going to be there through the first week of September. So right. what he's doing is he's preparing the run-up. Yeah. Um, I know that this is something that, um, in my mind, I, I, I think this is the only way really to go about it. Yeah. When you really think about it. Think about it, Chalooch. I mean, this is like, as we talked about earlier, this is like in the armed forces, people deploy. Yeah. You know, mothers, fathers, they, they leave the family. Right. They go. Now, if you go overseas and they go to much more hazardous right. duty yeah. and for a lot less money. Yeah. yeah. Right. But the fact is, they are going over and part and being part of something that takes them away from the family. Right. Now, let me give you an example. Do you remember when we were rookies? Yeah. All right. We're up at St. Vincent for six or seven weeks. Right. We had nowhere to go. Yeah. You know, not like the vets where you have a one night off and you go back and see the family and then come back to camp. Yeah. We were there for a month and a half. we had no place to go. We had, we had no place to go, Chalooch. Yeah. So the fact of the matter is, in my mind, that's not a bad way because this is, this is a different year yeah obviously everything is kind of up in the air and would you make the sacrifice along with your teammates to put your hand in the pile sequester yeah and and do that and i would say yes well yeah. first of all if i was making what they're making today right two or three mil yeah the dear lady faith would put me there at gunpoint <laughs> 25 grand my rookie year. Yeah. Uh, uh, 37.5 isn't enough to sequester yeah 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 all right yeah but the money and and what's at stake today this is huge yeah you know and so i would think that you know for the most part guys would be willing unless you're a new england patriot where they're opting right. out at record rates you know you know they're opting out because uh gronk and uh, brady is, yeah, what is gone what's up with that yeah, you know, they're, they're thinking we got no chance to win the super bowl <laughs> i'm opting out <laughs> Yeah, I think that I think that's Come on. true. You're not going to opt out just because you don't think you got a chance to win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I think those guys are eight guys said opt out. Yeah, so uh, well, you got Marcus Cannon. You got uh, oh, there was a, a, a number of guys. Dante High Tower. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dante uh, might Patrick need a year Chung. off. Patrick Chung. I'm, I'm well. I'm surprised he's still there. But yeah. regardless, um, the fact of the matter is that they are, you know opting out i find that very surprising yeah i just i don't, I don't know yeah I, that one took me but getting back to the sequestering see in my mind that's that's a, a serious option that's something that should be considered yeah you know and for the guys you've got to really decide do i make that commitment do i move forward right um and do i do the things that i need to do well i would do you know because uh uh one of the things 
Well, remember if you, you got some questions the night before? Yeah, when you I was sick. when oh, I, you were I so had the sick. flu. Oh, you had the flu. Uh, and, I said, I'm not going in the room with yeah, Jalouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and it was Detroit. It was Detroit. Yeah. I was like, get me a get another room. I ain't rooming with yeah, him. Yeah, I ain't rooming with him. Um, uh, but uh, um, you know, one of the things that uh, uh, the sequestering does is you don't bring it home to your exactly your wife and your children exactly uh, and so i you know i i would uh you know i that, think that's it's an uh, option that that needs to be explored look you can do things where you're able to um do something with the family yeah test them and see them once or twice a, a month something like that people would say oh, you're crazy but you know what if you're really serious about doing this it's the best way to get put you know to move forward yeah we talked about this yesterday uh oakley develop a uh, a shield uh right. on the inside of the face mask uh, right. and that uh uh you know it's like the uh hazmat shields <laughs> yeah you know you know it's like the hazmat shields um but you know wear a hazmat suit you there. know uh, you know i think um would you put those colors on the hazmat yeah suit? would you you know would I would I would use the Oakley Shield, and would uh, you yeah yeah. I, How tight I, to that to the face is that? I don't know, but it, it's it's um you know as an offensive lineman you're face to face with the defensive lineman and the linebackers, and uh, you you gotta uh, you gotta protect yourself, and uh, you don't want to turn your head because you don't get the block, uh, and. Uh, so the uh, the Oakley, it's not it's not uh, uh, interrupting your uh, articulation. Well, articulation, oh, big word. Yeah, you know, yeah. Hoopy would be really thrilled with yeah. that. She would go, "Oh, Tunch, yeah. sounds like you went to college." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you would teach my son because he didn't graduate, <laughs> he didn't graduate. college. <laughs> <laughs> How true that is. Yeah. Fact of the matter is, um, you know, you do sequestering. Yeah. You do some of these things, and I think you can pull the season off, and I think it would go well. Yeah. I think it would be really intense. It'd be, it would be something to watch. I just, again, I wonder where that Lowe's Hotel is in downtown yeah. um, New Orleans. Because- well, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a number of hotels on the north side. Uh, uh, in uh, close to Heinz Field. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, I was uh, going. What North Side down in? I yeah, think talking uh, about New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about New Orleans. Remember when we there. went down there and ate on Canal Street? Oh yeah. Time? What? What? That was a great. Oh, restaurant. that was a great restaurant, man. We killed it. Yeah, New Orleans has uh, great restaurants. Oh, they got all kinds of good stuff, except yeah. for that one time when we went and we had that. Uh, the thing we had all Pascara, the Pascarella knowledge. Yeah, it had, it had the big, you know, it had yeah, like the yeah, we, we, cat whiskers. Yeah, off yeah, the head. yeah. The 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 shrimp were mushy. Oh, yeah. oh it was horrible. Yeah. And remember, everybody was saying we, this was in our playing days. Yeah, and we had we gotten like advice from all the guys down south, like Pasquale Manatis. Exactly. Yeah, and you know where do we go and all? So when we hit the town, we boom, we were off and going. Right. It's one of the few times we went out the night before a game. Yeah. Before we played the Saints, and we had that shrimp, and that thing was. Looking at me, it had yeah. bug eyes. Yeah, and it was mushy. It was mushy, it was and mushy. had bug eyes, and had the antenna stuff like it was sticking out from the head. Yeah, it was yeah. like looking at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, 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 was, you couldn't handle that. I couldn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't eat. That's the one time I did not eat. Well, we played on a we Monday. Ordered. We played on a Monday night game. Right, right. And it, it was Sunday night. We right. got down there, and we. So we had to go get something else. Yeah, yeah. Did you eat yours? I don't. I, I ate mine because it was bushy. I was just I, I when I tried it, I got 
Well, I didn't get over it. That thing, that thing had bug eyes. I think man. we had we had it was fish like looking right at I me. I think we had a, uh, we ordered fish. We ordered some fish yeah. after that. Yeah, I, yeah. I must have fish, fished Red with fish. cherry cheesecake. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I always finish with cherry cheesecake. Yeah, you always. That's fish. that's you, the piece de resistance. When you are eating the night before a game, you got to get your carbs, brother. Right, right. So you can put that down. You ever play a game? You got to make sure that the night before the game, you eat your cherry cheesecake. Yeah, cherry cheesecake. Yeah, uh, and that it. it, it 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 rocks. It does. Yeah. But that, uh, but the but the bush shrimp was was not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the the other time we went, uh, we we it was great. Oh, I know. Yeah, we we had some of the stuff we had. That, yeah, that, we that had, was a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. That was in our broadcasting. Days. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It wasn't in our. Uh, no, uh, that was tremendous. Days. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Uh, so uh, uh, we're gonna uh, take a break. You know. It is 412-919-1316. As uh, as you could uh, join on the conversation, uh, we're going to talk about uh, um, uh, Randy Fiedner, how he explained uh, uh, Eric Ebron and uh, the multiple tight end sets. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. Uh, He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And uh, he's Jake, and you're in the locker room. Jake from State Farm. He's wearing khakis. <laughs> Here's Ario Speedwagon in their new single, Time for Me to Fly. With Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Do you know who introduced them? That was Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack! Absolutely, that was perfect. Yeah, Wolfman Jack. I love Wolfman Jack. And that was my buddy, Kevin Cronin. Yeah, yeah, you're such a name dropper. You're such a... You know, he's he's like 130 pounds. Yeah. He was like like wisp thin. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's... Well, he's a guitar player. Well, well, he plays the guitar, he plays the piano, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was... I I met him backstage one time after a concert. Ario Speedwagon was from Chicago. Yeah. 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 And they, Sticks was from Chicago. I'll tell you, you know who was a great guitarist? was Gary Richrath. He was he was the lead guitarist for REO back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe he's, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think he, I think he passed away. Um, But uh, right, he was awesome. He was really a great guitar player. Yeah, well, uh, we're, we're going to shift gears uh, and talk about uh, uh, the name droppers that uh, Wolf, <laughs> the name dropping the Wolf always uh, uh, competes in. Uh, and he, you know, he, his, his name drops are number one. Wait, 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 wait. Now, all it is is you meet people, yeah. you know, and so on, just in the course of conversation. You're a groupie. You're a groupie. <laughs> you're a groupie. You're admit. a rock. You're a rock star groupie. <laughs> I happen to admit that I, I've met a few people. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's let's talk about uh, Randy Feedner. Uh, Randy, yes. uh, in his interview, was really excited about Eric Ebron and the multiple tight end uh, guys. Uh, you know, uh, he's he's excited about getting Eric Ebron into the offense. Uh, you know, as you would be. 
Yeah. There's no question about it. Look, you you know he's got red zone capabilities. Yeah. That's the first thing that jumps out. Right. Um, but the thing that I got to find out is, well, you know, how physical is he? I, you know, you hear some people say he's not all that physical, blocking stuff like that, and you hear other people say, no, he blocks fine. Yeah. So yeah. you know, we got to see what he's got. Well, as far you know, as that goes. What, what the um, um, the thing is, when you go multiple tight ends uh, with uh, Vance McDonald and Eric Ebron, right, uh, and Zach Gentry, when you go three tights. Uh, Can you bunch those three guys? Yeah. That, I mean, that's some big guys. Yeah, you that's know, and, and Matt Canada, uh, you were talking about him yes. yesterday yes. and uh, the the motion and the misdirection. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's going to be great. I'm interested because I think Matt Canada is going to do more as far as – and let's face it, you got you had Mason and you had Duck last year. Yeah. You, you couldn't do a lot of pre-step motion. Right. There's not a lot of complexity that you can put into a game plan. Right. When you're week to week, you're, you're, you're down to your third quarterback. You're down to whatever you got. I mean, you were down a lot of people last year, a lot of firepower on the yeah. offense. Yeah. You know, that's why I look at that plus eight rating, you know, the plus minus rating. Right. Um, I thought that was spectacular given – that this was an offense that averaged, what, two touchdowns a game or something yeah. like that? I mean, that's not a lot. Well, Ben is back. He is back, yeah. yes. Yeah. And, and I think there's a lot he can do yeah. with uh, some of the pre-snap motion that can create imbalances. Yeah. And especially if you can jump on teams early in the season because defensively, you know, they might not be able to keep up with uh, the communication aspect Right, of it. yeah. You know, if, uh, 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 if Ben goes no huddle, Right. Uh, he is an expert ooh, on no huddle. Ooh, 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 ooh. Wouldn't yeah. you like to see that come out and just yeah. go boop, boop, boop? That, yeah. That would be something that yes. uh, would be very exciting. Yes, and uh, uh, Eric Ebron uh, uh, is a vet, uh, and Vance McDonald is a vet, and Zach Gentry is a se- is entering his second year, and he's probably uh, got more knowledge, you know, like what we did. Uh, second year, the light bulb goes on. And uh, you 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 understand the offense and you uh, feel the strategy. Uh, right. You know Chuck was giving us the strategy. He said uh, you don't have to be the biggest, big, and the strongest and the fastest to make plays. If you know what's going on, you'll make plays. Well, that was always the the thirty thousand foot thing. You know, understand yeah. the theory of the play. What are yeah. we trying to do? What does motion do? To a defense. Yeah. You as an offensive lineman, that was one of the characteristics you needed to understand what that meant to you. Yeah. What is it going to change his lineup? Is it going to change his technique? Do they, you know, do they run twists more off of certain uh, aspects that you show offensively? So these are things that I think that, you know, with Randy being able to concentrate more on on the coordinating and having Matt Canada there as a quarterback coach and as a guy who can help implement some things with Randy, I I think it's a great boon, and it's going to be huge because you got Ben back, and he understands the offense better than anybody. Yeah, and, you know, uh, when when we we saw it in uh, San Francisco, uh, when you run multiple motions and boots – the defense becomes flat-footed yeah. because you can't uh, there's sell There's a lot out. to look at. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot to look at, and you can't sell out. Right. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, that that's uh, that's a great, uh, you know, motion and uh, misdirection and boots. Uh, you think and, about what you can do with McFarland, George. Yeah. 
You know, I think about with James Conner, when you got Derek Watt, yeah. you got to two tight ends. Well, you go, go multiple tight ends. You can do a number of things with uh, different formations with – you know, and Chase kind of excites me because I think Chase is going to be – his physicality is going to be something right. that can really up uh, the receiver room there as far as those guys go. And certainly I would think that with a guy like McFarlane, yeah. you know, you go jet motion with him. I mean, that's a 4-4 guy. Right. You know, that, and, and the possibility is what can happen if you have the handoff or not, right. you know, or you boot off that thing. Again, you go back to San Francisco when we were out there and the whole thing was – uh, as you said, there was a lot to look at. There's, it's busy. A lot of window dressing. Yeah, and yeah. and it's busy. And then the communication aspect on what you, the pressure you put on the the defenses to be able to communicate uh, from the primary to secondary. I mean, boom, it's happened. Boom, boom, boom. You got to make those calls. Yeah, and you got to make sure everybody's lined up and everybody is on the same page. Right, and right. Those are things that I think that. You know, obviously last year there was a lot of vanilla offense going on. Right, right. Yeah, because uh, you, you had to have it. Exactly. You know, with uh, Hodges and Mason Rudolph and, uh, you know, that vanilla, uh, vanilla exactly. or chocolate. <laughs> Let me ask you this. If you if you take a look and you see you got yourself Vance McDonald, okay, you got yourself Eric Ebron. Yeah. You got a little bit – it's a little bit like Gronk and uh, – Hernandez. Yeah. All right. Um, those are that's a possibility of creating some pressure on 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 certain defenses that, that you can take advantage of. Right. Right. Or or Gronk and Ben Watson. Ben Watson. Watson. Yeah. You know. So they. Um. I, I'm excited because I'm gonna tag uh, Vance McDonald and Eric Ebron Thunder and Lightning. Okay. Uh. Uh. Vance is the Thunder because he's physical. Uh, Eric Ebron is the lightning because he's uh, he's such a uh, he's got great hands. Uh, he's made the Pro Bowl. He's got 13 touchdowns in 2018. Uh, he is a touchdown maker and he and and 27 TDs uh, with Indianapolis. And he could be H uh, back or a slot or split out. And uh, he's a great athlete and he runs good routes and he's fast. Great hands, you know, and he's acrobatic. You know, you, acrobatic. Yeah, you you've seen him make great catches. He's oh, okay. Got a great I thought catch maybe radio. he was doing a little trapeze work no, somewhere. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? uh, you know, but <laughs> he, last year he had an ankle injury, but I think it's. Uh, it's they healed. said it was all healed up. Yeah. Uh, Before so, they signed him, even. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I think Eric well, and Vance are going to be a great tandem, and when you put the third uh, tight end in there, Zach Gentry, right. he's 6'8". I know. Yeah. And I hope he's done a lot of lifting. Yeah. You know, you, you get sequestered in your own home. There was, there's, Let's face it, there's not a lot of things to do. At least you can lift. Yeah. You can lift and get stronger. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I remember back growing up in, in Buffalo, New York, right? Yeah, working we with had, Don Reinhold. Oh, yeah, but even before that, in high school, yeah. working out in my, my garage. I had weights in my garage. You did? Now, that's an unheated garage. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, you had to lift to stay warm when yeah. you were out there. Yeah. I was, my mom would lock the door on me. She yeah. wouldn't let me in until I finished. Yeah. I knocked on the door. I says, hey, I need some water. All of a sudden, I hear this. The, the the faucet pouring and then you know the door unlocking and all of a sudden there's hand comes through and there's a glass of water so that but but afterwards you get eggs bacon ham well, of course yeah we got plenty yeah. plenteous yeah plenteous of, of hams yeah, yeah, and yeah, all that stuff sd told me sd told me she used to cook all oh. mass know, quantities you know for you my guys second, you remember i was in the world's strongest man yeah in the last month 
I ate a pound of bacon almost every day. Wow. I, was distra- I mean, I, I kid you not. I ate half a loaf of bread and a dozen eggs. I was killing it. Yeah. I was trying to get my weight up for that thing, man. Woo, that was fun. So Randy uh, <laughs> Feedner, the offensive coordinator, uh, uh, mentioned, business, yes. yeah, men- mentioned that he loves when he has two good tight ends. Well, there's no question about yeah. it. Every, let, let, let's think about it. When you have two tight ends, when you have the thunder and lightning, when right. you've got the Gronkowski, the Hernandez, or however you want to call it, yeah. you know, you create some some imbalances there. You put two on one side, you can motion, become balanced again, creating the stress on the defense to communicate, shift, do all those things. But you might be able to get yourself matched up with uh, the Ebron on one of the you know a, a, a big linebacker that's yeah. not going to be able to stay with them, yeah. you know, or Vance is still. You know, very capable. Yeah. You know, I remember when Indianapolis uh, played two tight ends. Right. And Dallas Clark oh, Dallas went. Clark. Yeah, yeah. Dallas Clark went into the slot. Yes. Uh, and he was, uh, you know, uh, a wide receiver slash tight end. And I think Eric Ebron could do that. Uh, you know, he's, uh, uh, you know, they used him, Indianapolis used him in the slot. They split him out. Uh, and H back. And, you know, he was. You know what kind of speed he's got? I. I've not heard. Yeah, I, I don't. I think he's four. I think he's four seven. Okay, so yeah, he's, four, he's got decent speed. Yeah, yeah, but maybe four six. Okay. Yeah, it's there. It's competitive. Again, the size differential is what you're always trying to create that matchup against uh, somebody that uh, you know they've not been able to account for. Yeah, that's what you want to do is create yeah. that that size differential. So, hopefully, Randy now has some of the tools. Um, that he didn't have last year. I mean, he's got Ben. You've got uh, the you know couple of tight ends now, which even multiple tight ends, as you put it. You've also got James Conner back. Yeah. You got yourself this McFarland kid that's going to be interesting to I, see. I love Anthony McFarland. I I I, I I I'm I'm curious to see. Have you given up on on Benny Snell though? I mean, yeah. have you like yeah? No, I'm not. I'm not giving up on Benny Snell. Okay. But. Uh, Anthony, with 358 yards against Ohio 385. State, 385 yeah, against what are you, Ohio dyslexic? State. No, well, I you know <laughs> I, I am uh, three uh, 385 against uh, Ohio State, and that was a good defense. Uh, oh yes, yeah. Um, the thing that I I like uh, so much about what I saw um, on, on on tape from. McFarland was his ability to cut back, yeah. which, again, speaks to if you've got a little bit of a pre-snap motion, creating the offsetting on the defense, you got yourself some ability to hyperspeed into the gaps on the backside. That's, that would be great. You know, I, I think he run, runs the outside zone really well. And so he can press the tackle and the tight end right. uh, and bounce outside, but he can also jump cut – back uh, across the grain and uh, uh, and cut back. And I, I just think that, you know, I, I, I watched a lot of film on him, and he was just great. And, I, I you know, I, I – Well, he I, seems to be able to read the second-level guys. Right, right, yeah. You know, the linebackers, you know, that's important. You've yeah. got to be able to envision what they're doing as long as you know the blocking schemes up front. That'll yeah. give you all that good stuff when you know when you're actually running at that offensive tackles, but right. you understand what you've got to see in your mind's eye. Yeah, he's got great cut. vision. He's oh, got yeah. great vision, uh, and uh, he's got a great jump cut, 
and he's uh, uh, he's powerful, and he's fast, and he's elusive. I, I think he's gonna. I, this I, is gonna be exciting, Luch. Hey, you know you get the you got all these ingredients, the stuff that you didn't have last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like him as the backup for James Conner. You like uh, him as the backup? Yeah. Ah, uh, you're going yeah. in early on yeah, it, are yeah, you? I'm going, I'm going early. You're going big. Yeah, I'm going big. Uh, <laughs> I'm going big. You know, in last year's draft, there was a lot of good running backs, and we got one. Uh, and Anthony McFarland, I think, is going to be a good pro. Uh, well, we're, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to talk about Derek Watt when we come back. Uh, you know, Derek Watt brother of T.J. Watt and J.J. Watt. And, uh, How come he didn't get initials? That's what I can't figure yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Well, why get a whole name? You know, I, I, I you think— You got T.J., J.J.? Yeah, well, I, I Couldn't think— Couldn't he have D.J.? Yeah, well, Derek. <laughs> Derek. And the Dominoes, yeah, baby. Yeah, Derek and the Dominoes. All right, we're going to take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back with more stuff. You know, I feel good about the level of physical conditioning that I've witnessed thus far. Uh, in terms of the mental readiness, it just hadn't been a lot of opportunities to, to display that at this juncture. We're not breaking the huddle and playing football and executing assignments. Oftentimes, a guy can articulate what it is you've, been, you've taught him, but it doesn't necessarily mean that he can execute it. So we're reserving judgment in terms of some of those things until we get an opportunity to watch them execute a lot of the things that, that we've instructed, not only this week, but even date back to the very beginnings of this process that we've started virtually. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So Mike Tomlin's talking about uh, uh, camp, and uh, he's... Well, let it play, man. Yeah. I mean, Derek and Adonimanos, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a great rift. Right. You know, you got to love that. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, and then at the end, uh, they got the guy from, uh, oh, who was that? Who's the guy from um, Greg Allman? Allman Brothers yeah. sat in at the end there, played the slide. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful you stuff. Know, uh, you know, he, uh, uh, Eric Clapton accompanied George Harrison on my, uh, on uh, Wild Mike, Guitar gently weeps. Guitars don't weep. Yeah, yeah. Well, he—that's he, the name of the song. And uh, uh, so, anyways, let's get back to Mike Tomlin. Yes, we get back to you Mike know, Tomlin. You know, Mike Tomlin had many Zoom meetings, and so he likes the the mental capacity of the team. But it would help if you had some. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You, you too. Um, uh, but you know wh- uh, where he can't coach greatness. George. Yeah, you can. That yeah, that's right. You, you're you're great. You're great. Uh, can't so, coach genius. Yeah, someone someone said on your Facebook yesterday. Does uh, well as as Tunch wearing a, a weightlifting belt because he's carrying you. <laughs> well, what can uh, I say? Yeah, but um, no, we we're, we we have. So much fun together, and uh, we we were best buddies since 1980, uh, and that's why we have, uh, you know, that's why we can insult why, each that's other. That's why we ha- insult each other and have so much fun. Um, but you know, uh, Mike was talking about uh, the guys uh, using Zoom and right. having a knowledge, but you can't 
respond unless you're on the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, first of all, you got to do walkthrough. I, 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 I think they're They've, having a walkthrough. Yeah. They don't have coaches on the field. They, they don't? No. They, they're, the only coaches right now are Gee and uh, Marcel. Marcel Pastor. Yeah. Yeah, um, the, the strength and conditioning coaches. Right. So because they don't have they don't have no, any coaches. No, they can't that, even wear helmets out on the field. Okay, now. so they're not walking. They're not doing any walkthrough. I'm sure. Well, Ben, you know, you sit there and go, oh, you know, I got my wide receiver stuff like that. Yeah. You can do some. Who knows? Yeah. You know what I mean? But the fact of the matter is, right now we're all in this run up to getting something done. Right. You know, and I, <laughs> I think back to our days when day one yeah. running conditioning test morning of day two. Oklahoma, 20 minutes after morning starts. I mean, we just, a little bit of individual, and then, boom, you're over there, and it's very gladiatorial. Headbutts. Remember, our our rookie year, we're 18,000 people up on the hillside and screaming bloody murder. It was like unbelievable yeah you know yeah. it was russell crow and gladiator right, man you right. were going at it yeah and yeah. that now it's a you know what you got a three four week run up to so uh is next week they're gonna have one 17th, through, no oh, no no they're, they're, 17th starts the pads right well 12th starts the walkthrough uh uh okay. you know uh that that's lingerie football. Yes. Yeah. Nice. They don't even have that. Yeah, that's right. So uh, what we're talking about is the fact that these guys are just you know you gotta you gotta cruise up to it. You don't want any, any uh, pulled hammies. Yeah, yeah. That's and and the seventeenth, uh, they're starting uh, pads. Right. Yeah. So, I think I said that. Already. Yeah, yeah. You you did say okay. that. Okay. But I I just reiterated it because we are gonna be able to watch the seventeenth. <laughs> We yeah, can sit in the stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you gonna uh, take notes? Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm are you gonna, gonna bring. A, are you gonna bring uh, snacks? I'm gonna. I gotta get some snacks. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't sit through the whole practice up there. Well, you always bring snacks. Well, I know. I mean, yeah, you, let, you know what? In it. the games, uh, you're you're eating uh, gummy bears and. Uh, well, I mean, you know, you gotta have a little energy going down the sidelines. Yeah, and you're and you're you're eating the uh, uh, M and M's with uh, peanuts, uh, peanuts, yeah. plain yeah. and peanut. That's like yeah, trail right, mix. right. So uh, we were talking about. Uh, uh, Derek and the Dominoes, Derek Watt. Uh, you know, Derek Watt, uh, when he was playing for San Diego, uh, we were impressed with the way he dug out linebackers. Very much uh, so. Yeah, we yeah, got we, to watch yeah, it. Yeah, we, and, and we, were, we were talking about um, in that game, you remember the San Diego game or the L.A. game? Right. Uh, the, the, the soccer stadium? The soccer stadium. Yeah. It was so small. Well, that's where the L.A. Galaxy play. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, it, it was I, – I didn't understand why the Chargers didn't play in the L.A. Coliseum. You know? They probably wouldn't draw well, well, they be, Because that. they probably didn't alternate uh, the uh, games with the Rams. Uh, and, uh, you know, did the Rams play in the Coliseum? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. We, we played the Coliseum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. We played the playoff game and then we played oh, yeah. uh, the next year and we beat them. Yeah. We beat the Raiders to get in that's the playoffs. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. That's when, uh, Al locked us out of the, uh, yeah, uh, they took our, uh, off the field yeah. and then they took our bus drivers. Right. That's right. We had to walk and back then, to the and, and, and the showers were yeah, cold. Cold, yeah. And yeah. we were yelling, Al, yeah. Al, we know you did this. Yeah, and, and then uh, uh, the uh, um, the field was being uh, watered, watered, yeah. and uh, we had to go to Southern Cal. 
That's right. And then uh, the, the, buses. the bus drivers walked off. Uh, they were gone. Yeah. I still can't figure that out, Chooch. Where did they go? Because USC has a training facility, and it's in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. And there's houses. Yeah. yeah. You know? But the, I don't, that was cool. There was, no, there was no coffee joints or no donut joints yeah, yeah, we anywhere ju- around. Did we, we jump the fence? Did we jump the fence that that, that I don't day? think so. I think it was unlocked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, when we came back out and those buses were sitting there, and there's no bus drivers. Yeah, yeah. that was absolutely crazy. So Derek Watt uh, led the Chargers in uh, special team tackles, and he, he, you know, he digs them out, and uh, I'm very impressed with them. Uh, and he doesn't squat in the hole. Yeah, he, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, when he, he comes runs downhill. Through. Yeah, he, he runs digs through. people out. He goes yeah. after them like a dick on a hound. You got to yeah. dig them out. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, you, a lot of guys squat in the hole. Yeah, he and does they it. they lose their momentum. Uh, you so you have to run through. Uh, the inside linebacker, and Absolutely. you go, you know, you know, create you, a hole, get you your feet out of the hole. How many times do you hear Chuck say that? Get your feet out of the hole. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Think about this. You go back. One of the best games I've ever, I ever saw was that grudge match against Cincinnati in Heinz Field, and it was Rosie Nix uh, versus Avantes Perfect. And right. What a battle that was all day. Yeah. That was really one of those games that just gave me chills. Just watching Rosie go after Vontez. It was beautiful yeah. because I'm telling you what, by the end of the game, Vontez was looking to avoid Rosie. Right. No question about it. Yeah. That harkened back to the days of yore yeah. when, you you know, sheer physical dominance right. was something, a part of the game. It was a spectacular part of the game. Now it's not quite the same thing. It's different. Um, there's a lot of differences between them, but that was like old school football. Right. You know? And I, I think Derek Watt plays old school football. Yes. Yeah. And now the uh, other advantage he's got is the fact that he's—I think he's a little better uh, offensively equipped than yeah. Rosie was. Right. Right. Because Rosie was a nose tackle at. Uh, <laughs> he was Kent a good State. nose tackle. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was he at Kent State? Yeah. Kent yeah, State. Yeah. yeah. Um, the funny part was watching him uh, catch a pass and run. Right. It was. Um, Awkward. It was like us. Yeah, it was. It was. And I love Rosie. I mean, I've yeah. always been a Rosie fan because yeah. I love the fact that he transitioned, that he was able to do what, what we all used to dream about. You know, oh, it's to be, you know, run with the ball or catch the ball or be a running back. You know, once when you're a fat guy, it takes you completely out of the game. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. In the sense of you don't have anything to do with scoring touchdowns other than trying to pave the way. So Rosie went to the uh the Colts and Eric Ebron came here. Yeah, that was kind so, of like yeah, a that, swap. That, that is an interesting, and we're going to play uh, the Indianapolis Colts this year. Now, the interesting th- thing. Oh, I, I forgot. That's yeah. right. Okay, we got the we got the AFC South: okay. Tennessee, uh, Houston, uh, uh, Jacksonville, and Indianapolis. Okay. Yeah. Now, I want to see who you know because Derek Watt was a is a, is an excellent special teams contributor. So right. Was Rosie. Yeah. Rosie was very good too. Yeah, those fullbacks, those fullbacks are, are big hitters, and so they're uh, good on uh, they're good special at teams. Stuff up, yeah, man. yeah. Because you know what? Here's the thing about it: you can't just go out there and and and, and be one of those guys that runs your lanes. You got to blow things up, right? You know, Rosie was one of those guys that would blow things up. Right. That's what I appreciate about. It. Bodies would fly. Yeah. And I always think that was something significant. You know, you got to be able to have that sort of attitude. You know, part of it was. To be in the flat nose society, oh man, I got here's the thing about it. I got four things. This is the John Cold Flat Nose Society. Okay. 
I number one is you got to lead with your chin, right? Because that's how you get a flat nose. You got to lead with your face. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You lead with your chin. Well, if you got chin, the chin up, your face is frontwards. Yeah, but the chin is the, the you 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 got to you got to lift forward. the forehead. Listen you live, to me. Lead, you, you got no brains left. You got to lead with your forehead. Listen, flat face, flat nose. All right, comes with leading with the chin because you're you're running forward. Well, you you your didn't, lead, you didn't lead with your chin. You led with your forehead. <laughs> head butts, head butts. <laughs> you, Mister Forehead, yourself. Yeah. Okay. You, All right. You, Mister Five Head. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah. That was good. So, anyhow. All right. So, second thing is never pop a shoot. Can't, yeah. Yeah. Right? You, you never can, slow down. You never slow down. You cannot slow down. Yeah, you gotta Chuck, just. Chuck there. was not oh, about no. slowing down. He no. said, run through him, run through him, run through him. Remember Cower always used to talk about gaining information. No, I think it was Mike Tomlin talking about gaining information between the, you know, from 40, uh, from like the 40 to the 40. Yeah. You got to read what's going on there. But you can't pop a shoot. You can't slow down. Well, All you right. know, I, 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 when I was on the kickoff team, I was the wedge buster. Yes, and I know. That was so much fun. And, you know, I, I it was a 40, 40 That's why yard, you're so stupid now. Forty yard headbutt. Your brains. Yeah, yeah. I, I bashed my brains, and I, <laughs> you know, uh, it was a forty yard headbutt. It was, and it was fun. It was. You know, you 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 kind it's a of thought, yeah, yeah. You you you, you were buzzing, and you go. Oh look, dudes! Wow. Look, look at the Sparkles. bright, bright colors. All right. All right, always, and then you hit until the echo of the whistle. Yeah. And you, uh, this is when I added Mike Tomlin. You never seek comfort. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we're gonna take a break. Uh, and uh, he's Wolf. Um, Tunch. We're gonna talk about Ike Hilliard. And he's a flat uh, nose. Yeah, yeah. And he pl- he played twelve years. Uh, and uh, he's Wolf, I'm Tutch, and you're in the locker room. We'll be back right after this. There's never going to be enough time uh, for me to spend with the quarterback uh, and, and you know, trying to, I guess, pick his brain in regards to what he likes and what he wants. Uh, if nothing else, just to make sure that the young men are where they're supposed to be when, when he's ready to go to football. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, to diving in uh, and, and spending a bunch uh, of time with the quarterback and hopefully we can all get it uh, uh, accelerated and, and where it needs to be so we can be the best offense. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. That was Ike Hilliard uh, talking about uh, com- conversing with Ben and uh, not uh, having enough time to uh, notice uh, where he's going to throw the ball. But he's got this thing where he wants all the widest wide receivers to be where they're supposed to be. And uh, that, that wasn't A.B. No. A.B. No. Yeah. No. yeah. You know, that was all, uh, there was a lot of, uh, what, 25% or so was. A.B. broke AB off, his routes. off his yeah, routes. Yeah, yeah. And, and everyone thinks uh, Ben is good at the pump fake. 
but he it, it wasn't a pump fake. He was th- throwing it to the spot, and he pulled it down. Because uh, he wasn't uh, there. The, the, that and being AB. wasn't there. And, uh, you know. Exactly. Look, you got Ike Hilliard coming in. I, I, I like the fact he was a 12-year guy. Yeah. All right. He was a first-round draft pick. Uh, he's a guy who played eight years with the Giants, four years with, with the, the Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. Um, now, the other thing that I, I did know about him was he had eight surgeries over those years. Yeah. This is a guy who was used to having to reload and, you know, rehab and do the things that's necessary yeah. to stay on top of your game. You don't last 12 years in yeah. the NFL if you're not good. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you're not tough. Uh, exactly. he, he He had 546 catches, 6,397 yards. Uh, 35 touchdowns, and he played in 161 games. Uh, tough guy. Yeah, he's a he's a tough guy in those surgeries. Uh, exactly. You know, and I, one of the things I think uh, Ike will have a great relationship with his players because he's a great guy and a former player, and he's a tough guy. Well, he's barely a decade out of the game. Look, right. you got Richard Mann, then Daryl Drake, and then Ray Sherman, who've right. been three coaches. Yeah. This is the fourth coach in four years for that wide receiver. Right. Group. All right, now, so you think about it. Juju's 23. Yeah. Juju's younger than Deontay. He's younger than James Washington. He's a year older than Chase Claypool. Right. I mean, this is a young group. Yeah. This is... What was it? What did Mike Wallace call it? Young money. Yeah, yeah. You know, back in the day. Young money. Guy, yeah, AB yeah. and him and that young money. Yeah. And Manny Stewart. Uh, yeah. Manny, uh, not Manny Emmanuel Stewart. Stu- <laughs> Emmanuel Samuels. No, Sanders. Sanders. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking of Manny Stewart, the yeah. great boxing trainer from yeah. Detroit. Yeah. But anyhow, um, that's a lot of young people. So you've got a young voice in Ike Hilliard, but yet he's got a lot of experience backing him up. And, you know, I really thought about it and thought, you know, why is this a great fit? But you're talking about, like I said, a guy that can speak the language. Right. He's familiar with all the wide-open offenses. Right. All right? It's not like he's from our era. You know what I mean? Um, and there's just so much I can share. I always think about this. You told me about how Hines – would would tell you about you got to run a, a route like three different speeds. Yeah, three different. Okay? Who can do that unless right. you've got somebody that can really coach that up? Right. Because the nuances of being able to run a route at three different tempos. Yeah. And where you got to be and know when you got to be there. That's to me. You now you're talking some serious coaching. Anybody yeah. can say run eight yards down and break it out or something like right. that. Being able to coach the various tempos and talk about it and be able to convey that information and communicate it to your guys so that they understand it. Now, this is something altogether. That's a higher level of coaching. Yeah, Heinz Ward uh, told me one time when we were doing the show, uh, he said, you got to run the same route at three different speeds. Right. And uh, you've got to uh, break it off harder or softer. Uh, and, you know, Heinz was uh, was the epitome of changing up rhythm, uh, changing up thing. And and Heinz was the epitome of uh, getting first downs, getting to the end zone. And, you know, he was a he was a great receiver. And I think Ike Hilliard's that way. And, uh, you know, he's got Juju, Deontay, James Washington, Chase Playpool. He's, t- you know, I think he's going to be an encourager. No question. Because uh, I, I, I heard his interview, and I, I think he's going to be an encourager, and he's going to encourage those guys. Uh, and uh, Ike 
Hilliard is 10th year as an assistant coach. Uh, he likes his young wideouts. And, uh, you know, Juju nearly had 3,000. Juju has nearly 3,000 yards receiving in his career. Right. But that yeah. was two years ago. He yeah. had a great, great yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Last year was a really down year. But look, that doesn't mean you stay down. There's right. a lot of things that happen. Juju was injured. Juju didn't have anybody tearing the top off the coverage or stretching windows for him. You had three different quarterbacks. You got a lot of issues going on last year. Look, one of the things I think I can do, because he played so re- recently, the nuances of the game have not left him. Look, right. he can teach the rubbing and bumping. You know right. what I'm talking about? I'm talking about when you're getting off the line of scrimmage releasing, when you're running with a corner and man, those type of things. You got to have a guy who understands, look, you lean in a little bit, and yeah. then you you know, you, you, at the separation point, this is how you set up the separation point. Right. Or this is the pace you got to run to to run this route against this defense. Those are the things to me that – your coverage, I should say. Yeah. So those are the things to me that I think he can really highlight. You know, right. talking about the release, he talked about – I loved when he was talking about James Washington. Right. right? He says, look, he's a very linear guy. Yeah. We've got to be able to get him to use the quick twitch and when he when he makes his breaks. Yeah. We've got to get him to release better off the line of scrimmage. We've got to get him to finish his blocks. Yeah. You know, I, now that's coaching, baby. Right. That's now you got some meat on the bone. And then, you know, he's talking about Juju and he's – confident in Juju. He's and, very confident. Yeah, and, and why wouldn't you yeah, be? Yeah, Juju uh, is great, and uh, Juju's going to have uh, a great year because Ben is back. Yeah. Ben is back big time. Yeah. And I have to laugh because I love when Randy Feetner said uh, he one of the things he loved about Ike is that he's got a unique mind. Yeah. But then you read about what Ike is talking about with the separation points, with the release off the yeah. line of scrimmage, with being able to drop your hips and, and, and uh, you know, going into a break and then being able to do all those things that, that really make an, a wide receiver be able to excel at those little things that, that create separation. I yeah. mean, A.B. wasn't the fastest guy. Yeah, but A.B. But he understood r- run how Ray to, Ross. Yes, yeah. he, he, he understood how and, to and, uh, rub and AB, bump and do those things. A.B. was so competitive. Yes. A.B. Uh, took the field every day like everybody in the stands or everybody at camp has not seen him play. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And he always wanted to be the best in that. Right. Got, got him in trouble a couple yeah. times. You go back to Cincinnati and the Gatorade affair, things like that. Yeah. You know, it, it it's a shame because that young man had such great capabilities. And if if he hadn't blown things up, this that guy was a Hall of Famer. So I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, I yeah. That. Yeah. So AB was suspended for eight games. Yeah. Uh, where, where do you think he's going to go? He is Seattle, Baltimore. You know. Do you think the Steelers want him back? I, I no, I, I don't think so. I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. I know Seattle. Uh, you know, you got Pete Carroll out there, and he's yeah. been talking about it. But you know, I could see B A, A P A B B down there. Yeah. No, no, B A with Bruce Arians. Yeah. You know, because uh, uh, Brady loves A B. Think about that too. You got a nice that's a nice flow. Yeah. B A talks to A B, you know. And they talk to T B. Yeah. <laughs> T B twelve. Yes. So um you but, know you know the fact of the matter is it, with Ike just kind of finishing up there a little bit, um, that's where the coaching to me that's the rubber meeting the road. Yeah. Um and I and I I've got great I had 
of course, you got great respect for Daryl Drake and the rest of the guys. Yeah, Ray Sherman, Richard Mann, Richard Mann. Those they were excellent coaches. Right. Um, Ike Hilliard might be to me sounds like the guy for this time and place. Yeah. Right now with the young bucks he's got. Amen. I I I I I watched his interview and uh, I I like him. Uh, and uh, you know Deontay uh, led all rookies with fifty nine catches at five hundred eighty right. yards receiving and. Five TDs, and James Washington led the team in yards. Uh, and so when did you get so statistical? Yeah, what I I, You're did, always, I hate stats. Yeah, you were always whining about. It. Oh, don't leave the stats now. All of a sudden, you're like uh, Mr. Magoo with stats. Well, I, I, I'm not. I'm not a stat guy, but you could have but, fooled me. Hey, but we're not. We're, we're not watching practice. We can tell. True. That's so, true. So stats. That's a good point by you. So, stats help. So stats help now. They're helping fill in the picture a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Stats help now. <laughs> uh, there are lies, uh, big lies, and statistics. That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, I'll give Stan, you that. That's Stan Saverin. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Well, wasn't that Truman? Yeah. Harry, Harry Truman. Truman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the point being with this. And we come back to, again, I think Ike Hilliard is going to make a big difference in the wide receiver group. Yeah. One of the things that he talked about was leadership and how big leadership yeah. is. And the problem is when you've got 23-year-olds, when you've got 22-year-olds, when you've got all these young guys, maybe the leader in the room has got to be the guy who uh, you know put in 12 years yeah. as a player. And you know what? He's going to teach them how to be a pro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to teach them because he was a pro – He's going to teach him how to be a pro. Uh, you know, he's determined to get them to, to, to produce. Uh, and uh, he said no excuses. No. Yeah. There, there are no excuses. Look, you know, when you get the reins yeah. and you get the guys in the room, now you've got to start being productive because you know how it is. Yeah. If you don't produce, if those guys don't produce, okay, then uh, the boss starts looking at you like, What's going on here? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, you're not there anymore. Was Was Tom Moore the wide receivers coach when we were uh, – No, he was a quarterback coach when we came here. So who was the wide receiver coach? Hmm. Stallworth, John Stallworth and Lynn Swan and Jimmy Smith and T-Bell. I, 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 I thought it was Tom Moore. Maybe it was. Yeah, because we didn't have a quarterback coach, I think you know. Tom became the coordinator like in our second or third yeah, year. Yeah, well, in our fourth year. Fourth year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know when we went to the AFC Championship game. Oh man, got, I'm having a blank out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think he was the wide receiver. Yeah, you're, 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 Dick Hoke was there. I know my. Yeah, Dick Hoke was a running backs coach. Yeah, you know what? I had maybe I had one more concussion than you. So don't like be trying to say you're more concussed than me. Because you know what? That's like a real. You know that that that's like uh, one of those things that's just out there. Who knows? Right, right, you know? yeah. But but I thought Tom Moore was the wide receivers coach because he kept, you know, he he was coaching them up. You know what? I, yeah. Two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Two minute drill. So here. look it up. Yeah, I will look it up. Look it up. Uh, you know, I know it wasn't a hokey. Yeah. And it wasn't Raleigh. Yeah, Raleigh was our coach. <laughs> I know. And, and he chews us out. Oh. Yeah, you know, Raleigh was so chilly. Uh, I remember when I came around on, and I got boned by 
uh, Dirt Winston, and, and, I, and I had a hip pointer. Dirt, Dirt. Hey, you know, you talk about Vince Williams having a downhill bang. Dirt Winston wow. had a down, downhill bang. Yeah, Dirt was uh, uh, playing downhill. And, and, you, could, yeah, you look for him coming around there. And, and, and so uh, Raleigh stood over me and said, that's horse feathers. You deserve uh, to get hurt. Yeah. yeah. But but he said, uh, you know, horse feathers, uh, not feathers. Uh, and he said, you deserve to be hurt. Well, yeah. such is life. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, uh, w- you know, Raleigh. Again, but, th- but going back to Ike Hilliard, though, and, yeah. and the whole thing about it, I think it's a great pickup yeah. to bring Ike aboard on at right. this time. Because yeah. young speaks to young in a way sometimes that nothing else will. Yeah. And the fact is he's a been-there-done-it guy. Yeah. You yeah. know, and those are key things that he can – he's able to be able to, like, uh, teach these young guys as we are talking about. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, I I think it's he's he's going to be a great uh, uh, coach because um, he's an encourager, he's a teacher. Uh, as uh, Randy Feener said, he's got a great mind and unique, he's no unique mind, just like me. And you know, you, know you, you you're a unicorn. <laughs> but you know, he, he said, yeah. <laughs> Uniquey. <laughs> yes, no doubt about so, it. So uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, the number is 412-919-1316 if you want to get in on the conversation. Uh, and uh, who do you expect of the wide receivers to be having the best year? Uh, we'll answer Ooh. that question when we come back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room. You message it thoughtfully. You use catchphrases, and you guys know I like catchphrases, but what you're talking about is conduct that is detrimental. And that's a term that's used often in our business, and appropriately so, uh, because in this COVID environment, if you're not exercising discretion and being thoughtful about how you move, that conduct is detrimental to your cause and to ours collectively. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So Mike Tomlin always says, don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy on the uh, on the bye weekend. Uh, right. don't, don't be that guy that gets arrested. Don't be that guy. And I think uh, uh, he's talking about don't be that guy that goes to huge gatherings and uh, get uh, the coronavirus and bring it back to your teammates. Um, but uh, I, I want to uh, uh, ask Wolf, don't be that guy, because uh, Tom Moore was the wide receivers coach from 1977 to 1982 uh, on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then he was offensive coordinator in 83, I, our fourth year. And uh, that's what I said. And uh, you, you doubted me. Well, we got uh, I got a friend of mine who texted me the name of Lionel Taylor. Yeah, who was a wide receivers coach at the same time. And I'm that's what I'm trying that to was so big. This Lionel is Lionel Taylor. Lionel Taylor yes. talked Joe Green out of quitting. Yeah, remember Joe Green. Yeah, this is, but he was he preceded Tom Moore. Yeah, actually, yeah, right, in right. Seventies. Yeah, he was on sixty six. He was uh, number nineteen seventy four because uh, Joe Green was about to quit. 
He was very frustrated. Right. And Lionel Taylor got in his car and started talking to him. No, but I'm just saying, that's why I was just trying to figure out where Lionel fit in here. Yeah. And uh, 74. That's yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. So, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin says, don't be that guy. Uh, Actually, he was he was a coach. He was a receivers coach from 70 to 76. Yeah. Right. So there. Yeah. So he he won uh, three Super Bowls. Yeah. So four so Super Bowls. Yeah. So there. Yeah. So nah. Well, you you. you That's my buddy Tony you, DeSantis. You, you you didn't. Thank come you, up, Tony. You didn't come up with that. You didn't come up hey, with that. Uh, he's my buddy. Uh, you know, and and I knew that was the guy that talked. Uh, Lionel Taylor was the guy that talked. I'm Joel glad. Green. Yeah. I'm glad that you knew that. Yeah. Right. So you didn't know that. I didn't know. That. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, so a lot of you know, uh, so this year, yes. don't be that guy means a little differently. Uh, you you have to conduct yourselves accordingly. Uh, don't go to places where you could get the coronavirus. Uh, you know, Chase Claypool said, uh, well, it's, "Why don't they just like let you, Mister Coronavirus, walking around with Lysol spraying me all the time? Uh, yeah, I'm not Quit here. spraying me in here. You're fogging up the room, the whole studio. Yeah, well, you can you, barely see you. Yeah, the Lysol kills coronavirus germs, and so uh, you're uh, gonna kill me. You just keep spraying that yeah, thing. Yeah, well, you you you're you're gonna be, you're you're not gonna get it, and you're gonna you're gonna say, don't." Sh- Sprayed the Lysol. <laughs> so uh, uh, we're we're gonna. Uh, Can't I think eat anything in here, man. Yeah. It's like you got Lysol and everything. Yeah. yeah uh, you know what? You know what? We we were talking about the rookies yesterday. Yes. We were talking about Anthony. Uh, uh, we played Chase Claypool and Anthony McFarland, but right. we haven't talked about Alex Highsmith. Uh, Alex Highsmith is uh, interesting, dude. Yeah, he's an edge rusher. And uh, I'm excited about him. You know, he's 6'3", 248, 15 sacks his senior year at University of Charlotte. Uh, And he was an AP All-American. The word that describes him to me is relentless. You know, he's relentless. Uh, You know... uh, I I I'm I'm a fan of his. Yeah, do you do you like him? I liked him. You know what? I he had a he had a couple of nice pass rushes where he, he mainly a speed rusher is yeah. what I saw from him thus far. Um, he's one of these guys though. Looks like he's pretty hip with using his hands, getting right. his hands out in front, engaging first. Yeah, I'm trying to remember because I I did something where I, I watched him a lot way back when uh, the draft. Yeah, March and yeah, yeah. and I, I right now I can't picture in my mind all the things that uh, I had written about him, uh, you know, made notes about him. But I would think, you know what, he he can be valuable. He can be very valuable coming up. Obviously, you got your boys, right? Tuzar, and you got yourself Ola. Yeah. Um, but th- they got to produce this. Yeah, year. yeah. You know it's what? Gonna, it's going to be crowded. It's going to be crowded room. Absolutely. Outside linebackers crowded. Uh, you know, he's got a great get off. He's quick. Uh, and you're and talking he, about Alex, yeah, yeah, Alex Seismet. Yeah. You know, he and he's a man of God. Uh, you know, That's he, awesome. he's a he's a committed Christian. Uh, great feel, great instincts, very explosive. He's got good pl- He's got a good club back inside, uh, and uh, he's got a good swim back inside. Good change of direction, good rip and dip, uh, and gets to the edge. Yeah, he, he he's a he's a he's he's a really good pass rusher well 
you know what? They're going to need somebody because you 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 know Chick is gone. Yeah. Um, Ola has still got some th- issues that he's got to work out. Um, what what issues Ola got? God. Well, he, he still hasn't you know gotten home from the, doing the things that you know like you saw the big thing when he you know in his preseason the ball was coming to him. He got some sacks and everything. But last year, you know, some of the, his production on the special teams. Yeah. Mike talked to him about you got to up some of production. You got to have you know on when you get on the field, he's going to make some things happen. Right. Uh, so uh, the which the four, obviously everybody yeah. does. Four one two nine one nine one three one six. If you want to get in on the conversation, if you want to ask any questions. Uh, uh, that uh, or we make can a answer, comment or make a comment. Uh, uh, please, yeah, you could ask Tunch about how big his forehead is. Yeah, there you go. You got the bigger forehead. You got a five head. You could <laughs> you could show a movie on that five head. So, anyways, uh, if you grin, you're in, Jacob. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you grin, you're in. That's uh, Ralph Berlin, Boy, our trainer, the plumber. Yeah, the plumber. No doubt uh, about it. You know, uh. Well, High Smith, look, he he looks like he's he's got some good speed. Yeah, he's going to be one of those guys who's going to learn to fastball it off the corner. Now he's right. got to come up with secondary moves. He's got to right. be able to put them together. And but that's, you know what? I, I saw those secondary moves uh, on uh, uh, on video. Uh, he he was uh, he's relentless and he just keeps working. He keeps working absolutely, right. and yeah. that's absolutely a trait that you absolutely got to have. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to do the phones. Uh, or wait, wait, wait one second. Uh, Jake, we, he put up the one finger. Uh, that means pause. Yeah, pause. Because he's right now doing the deal. He's calling. But- he's talking to. <laughs> he's talking to Mike from Jacksonville. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So the point being is now you you know the pass rushes I I talked about. Um, you know you got some guys up front. Uh, you got yourself with Cam Hayward. You got the fourteen and a half they got uh, that TJ Watt has got. Yeah, eleven and a half from Bud. Now, if you do all that and do the math together, and you're able to put together a healthy stuff onto it, yeah, uh, Chris Wormley, I you know I think what he what Wormley can bring is going to be yeah. substantial. And Tyson, Tyson, Ta- Alu Alu, yeah. yeah. But if he's going to play, he's Mike said he's going to start him off at the nose tackle, right? You know, yeah. now, what about Danny McCullers? You know, I mean. Does he ever? Does Get, he ever become the raging rhino we saw one time? Yeah, you know, I mean, there there, there are moments that you see what he, he he's capable of doing, and yeah. then you know those moments just seem to get further away. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, the, you know, I I would be excited excited if Daniel McCullers got like Joe Green said. Oh, you know, yeah. Joe Green. Joe gave him a real talking to a couple, yeah, time, yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. Of years ago. Joe called him out. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, Mike in Jacksonville. Mike, welcome to the locker room. Welcome back, guys. How you doing? Good. Doing fine, Michael. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you for asking. Hey, um, I wanted to ask you about uh, the compensatory picks. I know it's a little early. I know they might get one for, for Hargrave. But I wanted to ask you about these two recent signings, uh, Smallwood and Riley, and get your input on them. Well, Riley, I I like uh, I, I like Curtis Riley. Uh, he played for uh, the uh, Raiders. Uh, Raiders, and uh, you know, at Tennessee, uh, yeah, Tennessee, out of Fresno Ten- State. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee, and he's from Fresno. Uh, that's a small school, like I went to, and uh, that's that's uh, yeah, I'm I'm a fan. 
Now, my question is, if they do make the roster, who do you think they're going to be replacing? I, you know what? I, I don't know, Mike. Uh, with the lack of preseason games, I don't know who's going to make the rosters. Uh, but uh, they're they're going to have um, uh, a bigger uh, a practice squad. Uh, you know. Well, here's the thing about it: you've got Minka and you've got Terrell Edmonds, yeah. right? Now you've got some people behind. You got Marcus Allen. Uh, you got uh, Antoine Brooks Jr. and yeah. Jordan Dangerfield. Jordan is mainly noted for his special teams right. play. He's also one of those guys that is uh, he he thrives near the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's a box safety. Right. He's one of those guys that is is not afraid to come up and stick his grill in the grill of one of the big uglies. Uh, the other thing about it is. Antoine Brooks, what's he going to bring? We got to see. He's a rookie. Yeah. You know, and again, there's so much unknown because you don't, you're not going to have any preseason games. Yeah. And Mike Hilton played free safety last camp. He did play. Uh, And, you know, uh, uh, Mike Thomas said he's not, he doesn't look the part, but he plays the part. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so uh, the, the Curtis Riley, he played, let's see, what was his second? He was with the Giants. And in a, in a 16 game season, he was able to intercept four. So it tells me he's got some capabilities right. playing the free safety. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? So so I, I'm yep. a fan of Curtis Riley because I've seen far. him play. I've seen him play for the Raiders. I've seen him play for the Giants, right. and I've seen him play for the Titans. Um, but I don't know. Uh, you know, it's Mike. It's going to be crazy, Michael. Mike, it, it's gonna, it, I don't know what's going to happen because the lack of preseason games. I, you know, I That's don't know how. Card. You know, how do you make an impact? Uh, and, uh, with, uh, you know, not having two a days, uh, in full pads. Good question. I don't know, but I, you guys didn't mention anything about Smallwood. I remember him with the Eagles and when the Eagles played the Steelers, he, he put a hurt on that defense. Wendell Smallwood, if I remember the guy's got, he got some fast feet and good cutback. I think they're looking for some, uh, elusiveness. Um, we shall see. Yeah. You know, again, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the mayhem the, that's going to ensue because with no preseason games, uh, practices, I don't care even when you go live scrimmage, it's yeah. still not the same. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for Anthony McFarland, yeah. uh, and, and I'm looking for, uh, uh, Benny Snell and I'm looking for, uh, Trey Edmonds and I'm looking at, Jalen Samuels, uh, because the biggest one, what James Conner, James. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about James Conner. I'm looking for the backup. You know, I, oh, well, I, you didn't I, say that. Yeah, well, James Conner. Did he say that, Mike? Yeah, I well, didn't hear him say that. Well, no, James, say that. Ja- <laughs> well, James Conner, I've been talking about James Conner for the last two days. Uh, and uh, I, I, I just uh, been talking about him. And I want to talk about the backup running back. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. All right, Mike, we got to roll, brother. One, Thanks. One last thing. What's one that? Last thing. Oh, yes, the one last thing guy. I remember this now. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, you had asked the question about wide receiver. I just want to throw my name in, or throw a name in the hat. I'm going to go out there and put uh, Claypool because he's what Ben's been looking for ever since Ben asked for a tall wide receiver. Right. Uh, I just have a feeling this kid may do something really special this year. I, I'm agree. I'm agree, Mike. He is. Uh, he's big, fast. He can leap. He's got a great catch radius, and he catches one-handed. And uh, he is very, very physical. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. 
Thanks, Mike. All right, Mikey. Thanks, guys. Welcome back. Thank Thank you, you, brother. Thank you, buddy. God bless you. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to close out the hour and uh, start the new hour. Uh, After we close out the hour. Close out the hour. You can't can't start a new hour until we close out the old hour. Right, right. We're going to close it out. It's just because you're confusing everybody. No, I'm not confusing everybody. You're mental. Yeah, yeah, you're you're confused, but but that's not unusual. Uh, He's Wolf... I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. You know what? That might be the easiest question to ask, because normal now becomes Ben Roethlisberger back in the huddle. You know, he's tired up with Pouncey, uh, Dave DeCastro, some of those cats up front, Al. Uh, that, that just gives you the normalcy. Uh, I happen to see uh, James Conner walking through getting his test this morning. Uh, you know, that's normal. That'll be normal. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So Randy Feedner, the offensive coordinator, is talking about Ben, and Ben is back. We saw him throw yesterday, and uh, he's got the, the arm back. Well, we saw a film of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, nobody's allowed to go into the stadium. Right, yeah, yeah, even yeah. the coaches aren't out there. Players aren't even allowed to wear helmets at this really? point. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But – but the fact of the matter is, Ben is back, and you know that's part of the normalcy of the routine that you want. Yeah, and Connor is back, and Connor, uh, James Connor is going to have a great year, I think. And all the weapons uh, from Juju to James Washington to Deontay uh, to Chase Claypool and James Washington and, uh, you know, Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald and uh, uh, Anthony McFarlane and Ben. Benny Snell uh, and Jalen Samuels. Uh, you know, I think there, there's, a, there's lot a lot of weapons. weapons. Yeah. There is no doubt. Look, one of the things that we talked about and we will continue talking about basically is the fact that Chase Claypool has an opportunity to really make some huge differences this year because not only can he be as uh, a targeted wide receiver, right. but it's 6'4", 238 with the 441 electronic time. 442. Four, I saw 441. Four four two. I got four four one. All right, so there. Yeah. All right, so forget about it. Four four two, four four one. So what? Yeah. Okay. At that point, all I know is this. But you for got journalist four- integrity. Yeah, oh, okay. You got me on that one yeah. for the sake of journalistic integrity. But here's the deal: with a forty-inch plus vertical, the ability for him to create mismatched right. sizes and drag guys along with him because you know they're going to have to hold him they're going to have to do the, all the things that you got to do to be able to slow that cat down yeah. plus his physical size and strength think about it 6'4 238 pounds right he, that's a big man and he is ripped i saw a couple pictures of him on you know uh, why because he yeah. probably eats a lot of canadian bacon yeah you know he's british columbia you know yeah. you got that canadian, canadian bacon, bacon stuff. is is uh, ham Stop it, man! That it really it's Canadian bacon it's disappointing. is ham. It, Canadian My whole bacon life, is, I lived for Canadian bacon, and and it's ham. Nothing and ham. Canadian bacon is ham. I, I, lo- I love ever. American bacon better. Thick cut American bacon. <laughs> Hickory smoked. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, so uh, one of the things we're, we're, we're talking about, we're, we talked about yesterday, as uh, who's going to play right tackle. Uh, and I, I believe Zach Banner. Zach Banner had 270 snaps as a tight end last year. And, uh, you know, he wants to start. He's in his fourth year. Uh, that is a dream of his now. He wants to uh, set goals. He set his goals coming off of uh, coming out of USC to start. So would you start Zach or Chooks? I, I got to see him uh, battle it out somehow. I don't know how. You know, I don't know how you do this without – yeah. Preseason games. Right. It's so frustrating. I look at one thing about Chooks. Chooks has got better feet than Zach. Right. Uh, he's uh, 6'6", about 320. Zach is about 6'8", 350 or 360 or so, somewhere right. in there. Um, one of the things that – He lost 60 pounds last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he's still three. 60. <laughs> but he looks good. He does look good. Yeah, he looks yeah, great. You know, when he did the flash dance – uh, what yeah, a it was feeling! Just, yeah, yeah it he, was, he started tumbling. I like when he, I like when he shook his hair. Yeah, thing. yeah, okay, yeah. And I like when the the uh, when the uh, bucket of water came and <laughs> doused him. <laughs> and he and I like when he was uh, 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 running in place <laughs> because he's got good feet. Well, he does have good feet, no yeah. question about it. Look, he did some good work at tight end, you yeah. know, and I know that he's. Want, he wants to be so much more than, you know, yeah. uh, now coming in the game or, you know, eligible and getting the crowd going. But uh, the fact of the matter is, you, you know, you look at him and you, you, you think he's just got all that size, all that strength, but he's got to be able to use it. And one of the things he doesn't do is use his hands very well. Right, yeah. And he's got to be able to do that. Another thing is I think that his kick step can be better. Yeah. That's the thing I thought plagued Al so much last year. Yeah. I thought he just did not get his footwork straightened out yeah throughout the course of the year he's fully capable look we've seen him yeah. for the pro bowl year and there's no doubt in my mind and then and of course we don't know if he had any injuries either that yeah. was creating some problems but the fact is you know i if al returns to form which he's fully capable of doing and i expect him to and then you get chooks and you get yourself zach banner battling out there this could be a formidable offensive line yeah zach uh you know zach wants to be an enforcer he he does want to yeah. be enforcer, and you know, um, uh, his uh, father was Lincoln Kennedy, right? Uh, and uh, you know, I worked with Lincoln Kennedy uh, when he was with the Raiders, and he told me to to work with Zach. Uh, and uh, uh, did you ever work with Lincoln Park? Lincoln Park, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. Jake, who Lincoln he Park. doesn't understand. He's not hip enough. Yeah. What, got, what, what's Lincoln that's Park? It's a band. It's a band. It's in the what what, what year? Um, oh yeah, well they, they, they he's they're not in the seventies, and I don't want, I don't want them. Uh, Lincoln Park. Boy, uh, they, you talk about completely dumbfounding somebody. Yeah. <laughs> You're going, what? What Lincoln Park? Exactly. You know, Lincoln Park Zoo is in Chicago. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah. So the point, um, you know, as far as these two guys go. Uh, Initially, I got to tell you, I think I think Chooks has got the, the better athlete. Yeah. Well, here's the point. I mean, last year it was Chooks they put in at right tackle at yeah. in L.A. You know, in Denver they went with Chooks. Yeah. Um, it's 
I think Zach's got an uphill battle. But the good thing is he had a lot of – I think he had 270 snaps at tight end, did you say? 217. It's 217. Okay, so I got the two and the seven right. Right. But the point right is – The one not <laughs> yeah, wrong. For the sake of journalistic integrity. Um, but for him – uh, a lot of that was, uh, you know, was the run blocking. Yeah. And he's, his pass blocking is what he's got to be better at. Right. Right. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, um, but. And, I think, and he can be. Yeah. Oh, I, no doubt in my mind he can be. Yeah. If he would learn. Guys just don't use their hands anymore. Because right. they have that, that vertical set. Yeah. And they, they, they're so big. They're so big. And yeah. the ball gets out so quick. Yeah. You remember, I, I think about who, who was the quarterback, um. Out in uh, San Diego, Dan Fouts. Yeah, he used to get rid of that ball like they do now. Right. Only, you know, back, it was back then. Yeah. He was so quick to, you know, take the snap and then throw the ball. Yeah. And I, we used to sit there and go, "Wow, wouldn't you like to block for Dan Fouts?" Yeah, yeah. Because Bradshaw would like pump the ball three times. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, no, no. But then finally throw it. Then he'd complete it. Oh, and he was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but no doubt about it. Yeah, but um. So, uh, I'm I'm excited to watch Zach Banner. I, I you know I think uh, uh, when I what I saw his agility in what a feeling right yeah and uh, <laughs> all, right. all right but let me ask you about this what about some of the other guys you know you get you got yourself a Derwin Gray yeah is it's a possibility Derwin Gray's playing guard no they they got him listed as a tackle now. they're 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 moving him to tackle I, all I can tell you is that they listed him as a tackle he was a guard last year yeah but with Kevin Dotson coming aboard yeah. I wonder if they're going Steph to move him you know, yeah, and stuff was. Yo, know, I I I love Derwin Gray. He's a big, uh, strong Dur- guy. Derwin, but he was stiff. Yeah, yeah, but but he was athletic. You know, uh, but but a little stiff. Um, but uh, I, I, you know, I I'm I want to I want to see this guy. He's a rookie, and you know, I was stiff as a rookie. Boy, were you stiff. Yeah, well, you know, I was a stiff. Uh, but I got I got better. I got better. I got better. No doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, but again, how do these guys get better without the dead gum preseason? Right. Oh. You know, so they're gonna I gotta believe that there's there's gonna be some live scrimmage periods going on quite often. Yeah. After they get ramped up here. Right. But at some point in time, again, you know, yeah, you know, I, I want to see that. You know, I when I got hurt my rookie year, mm-hmm. I only played three plays in the preseason, and yeah. then I got cut. Uh, and uh, the, the well, yeah, they were they were they were memorable. Yeah, they were. <laughs> I got cut for holding. I got uh, a you mental error. Block. And I, I missed a uh, I missed a block, and I got uh, uh, and I got uh, Cliff Stout hit, and then I got cut. Uh, I can only laugh because yeah, of the way it ended up. Yeah, That's all. yeah, because I didn't, I, I, I wasn't, you know, playing. Uh, and right. Uh, well, you, you got hurt during training. Camp. Yeah, right. You know, and that's a difficult. Thing. The last play of, uh, or the the last day of uh, rookie camp. Right. All right. We're gonna take a break. Four one two nine one nine one three one six. If you want to get in on the conversation, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. You know, my mother told me I ought to be a farmer. My dad wanted me to be a baseball player. Well, you're better than anyone I ever had. 
you're the best goddamn hitter I ever saw. Shoot up. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So what was that? That was that so was uncreative. From, yeah, yeah. That, you, was, that was from the natural. Yeah. That was Wilfred Brimley, and that was... Um, What's his name? Robert, uh, Robert Redford. Redford yeah. yeah, because I, I who cares about Robert Redford? You know, yeah. I actually skied against Wilfred Brimley. He uh, was the coach such, of the New York Knights. What's it's such a the name natural. dropper? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, we skied against it. You know, yeah, he actually yeah. wiped me out. Yeah, yeah. You know At what? the end, I beat him. Yeah. I beat him. We skied side by side in a slalom contest up in uh, but Big Mountain out in Montana. What, skied white out there. Fish. Yeah, 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 up there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so you know, I I, I blew his doors off, yeah. but then uh, he just kind of got out of control. Yeah, and he knocked me into the fence. Yeah, <laughs> you Wolf, are such Wolf a name driver. Oh, said, stop it! Just because I met the so guy, you, you know, you know, Judge Ringgold, <laughs> right? Yeah, from uh, our Who, softball game. Who's was who's Judge? He was the uh, uh, Judge uh, Reinhold. Reinhold. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was he was the uh, president of uh, uh, oh, uh, Animal oh, House Fraternity. Yes, yes. Yeah. There you go, Hoover. Yeah, yeah. Hoover. He was Hoover. Yeah, yeah. Um, and did we, you? Well, did, we we now we, watch this though. In the hospital, do you remember when the judge comes up and he gives Roy twenty thousand dollars to throw the game? Remember that in in the natural? No, I don't. Okay, remember so that. the whole thing was built around. The game, you know, the natural Robert Redford, best hitter and all that. Well, the judge was giving Robert Redford 20000 throw the game. So if adjusted, if adjusted for inflammation, inflation, inflammation, this amount would have been equivalent to 352000 in 2018. I'm yawning. Huh? I'm yawning. How about that? The $352,000. So, that, that's boring. We, we, we're, we're talking about football, not baseball. Well, it was interesting. The natural. Yeah. That's from my hometown, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they got they got the War Memorial up in Buffalo. That thing was built in 1937. Yeah. All right, yeah, they yeah. knocked it down in 1988. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, let's uh, switch over to football now. You, you're your name dropper. Yeah, no, Japers. So, um, I'm bringing you know, a little savoir faire to the show, you, man. You, 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 right, right, Jake. Not back me up on that. Uh, said Jake, was that boring? No. Yes. Uh, it's, a great it's, movie. it's not a great movie. Robert Redford. Yeah. Come on, yeah, Wolf Brimley. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't like that movie. Uh, <laughs> You know, I I I'd love the Kevin Costner movie. Oh, uh, what the the last? Uh, what was that called? Uh, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Yeah. Field. Uh, oh, please. Yeah, it was a great movie. Oh, that was not. Yeah, Bull Durham was too. Bull Durham, that was. All more right. Uh, so, what do you think about uh, uh, Kevin Dotson? Uh, Kevin Dotson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk you know about football. Interesting to me because when you look at this young man, um, that, there's a lot of power there. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's one of those throwback type dudes. He's built with a road grader mentality. It looks like to me. You know, he's solid. He's got solid power pack up the backside. You know, you got to have that power pack right to move people. And yeah. I think he's got that. And I, I think you know, he's yeah. and I think he's more head centric than yeah. these guys are. A lot of guys today. You know, most guys. Um, they're getting away from, you know, they punch with their hands and they 
offset shoulder they, yeah shoulder net. flip this guy uh-uh he, he puts the he'll gore you yeah he, he puts the uh uh he, he'll headbutt you he's very aggressive and very physical and uh a good hands uh very aggressive with hands uh, on pass blocking, uh, and on his pulls, he's good in space. He's very athletic. He uh, generally lights somebody up at the end of whenever he's pulling. Yeah. You yeah. know, he gets his people. He stays on uh, on his blocks, but he was not a combine guy. Did you were, – were, were you invited to the combine? Um, Invited, no. Yeah. Uh, did I, I go? No. But I no. always spun it to my kids. I was so good that the, I dad didn't need to go. Yeah, I, I wasn't invited to the combine either. <laughs> If the only combine that I rode on was when I went to my Uncle yeah, Art's yeah, dairy he, farm, and yeah. he, he was haying. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, the only combine. Uh, and so he's got good feet, and he's got a good job of finishing blocks. Uh, well, he's yeah. got an older school type, man, uh, yeah. you know, attitude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. He's like one of these guys that blocks to the echo of the whistle, right, which is good. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Um, but on the other hand, too, uh, I, one of the things that stuck out to me was his enthusiasm for the Steelers nation. Right. You know, for the Steelers franchise, the Steelers. He was really excited. Yeah. That's one of the things that I remember most about it. And, of course, that would be something that, hey, absolutely, you know, come on board, man. This guy's ready to rock and roll. When you got drafted by the Steelers, what were you thinking? Mm. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know, because Mike Webster, John Cole, Larry Brown, yeah. Sam Davis, they were my heroes. Yeah, and, and I, they, you know, uh uh, I uh, one I had a bunch of about thirty guys on Indiana State that were from Western Pennsylvania, and uh, they you know Pete Booker Jack uh, from Bethel Park gave me a book Three Bricks Shy of a Load. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, I read that book, and uh, he gave me a hat, Colvis Cowboys, and uh, so you know I, I was, uh, but w- one thing I thought. I'm not going to make this team. <laughs> you know, when, when they started rolling in, when we were eating lunch, and yeah. we saw Webby come rolling in, and you yeah. saw Steve Corson, and right. you saw John Kolb, and Larry all these Brown. guys, and you're like going, oh, Sam Davis. why am I here? Yeah. You know, this this could be a real quick exit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they just won their fourth Super Bowl title in the 70s. Yeah. You know, you were sitting, to me, I was sitting there and uh, thinking to myself, you know what, um, Wow. The, you know, enjoy it while you can. Yeah. You know, you got to make the best impression possible. Hopefully, your tape gets somewhere. Yeah, you know? yeah. But you started, you started in your second year. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was, was great. Yeah, I was blessed. I, yeah. I had the opportunity. I was fortunate. Uh, unfortunately for Riggy, that would be Sam Davis. Yeah, uh, he got hurt, and then uh, it was it was handed to me. And right. So, um, you know, that's the way it goes. Yeah, I mean, football is that type of game. Yeah. Um, Somebody gets one, hurt, you get you one get man's the start. misfortune yeah, is another yeah. man's fortune, yeah. you know, and that's uh, the, the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, all right. The number is 412-919-1316. Let's go to Tom in West Grove. Tom, welcome to the locker room. Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Good, Tom. How you doing, brother? Good. Um, welcome back. And um, I'm just going in just to talk Steelers. And um, I, I'm just really confident with this group because I think Big Ben is going to come back uh, motivated, and um, and I think that the Steelers have a really good chemistry with the, with the coaches and uh, with the players uh, because I think Mike Tomlin's the top five coach in the league, 
And um, I know that the Steelers have a really talented roster on paper, and I know that the Ravens uh, have a really good, talented roster too, but I think that they we can win the, the, the Steelers. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I agree with you, Tom. I, I think the, uh, uh, this year is going to be a, a, a great Steeler year. Uh, I, you know, the weapons and Ben back, uh, you know, I, I, you know, and I, and I think, um, uh, we got to be Baltimore, uh, we got to be Baltimore. We got Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Tom, what do you think if AB went to Baltimore? Yeah. What would happen then? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think, um, I think uh, we I think we have really good cornerbacks. Um, I think that we can get pressure on Lamar Jackson. I think our secondary will be able to create turnovers. Um, but the pressure is the big thing on Lamar Jackson. And and you look at last year, week four, uh, we got pressure on him. I know we still lost that game, but uh, I think we're the best. Uh, Tom, we're losing you, buddy. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, we, we we thanks for the call. Yeah, Tom. appreciate the call, brother. Yeah, brother, uh, thanks. I wanted for to the ask call. him. Go, you know, ask him who who are you anxious to see. You yeah. know, I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that I'm anxious to see out there. Number two, uh, because I, I Kevin Dotson's a guy, but um, right, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing Minka go from the get go. Yeah, you know, Minka just wow, who knows what he's capable of doing. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I just think that uh, this guy here is going to bring so much to the to this uh, back end of the Steelers defense. So, Tom, are you still there? No, we okay. we lost we him. We lost him. Uh, so, you know, I'm I'm those the defenders with the with the uh, pressure, uh, T.J. Watt and uh, Bud Dupree. And Ola Denehi and to uh, Tuzar Skipper and um, uh, Alex Highsmith and Ola, you know, we, 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 there's a lot of edge rushers and Stefan Tuitt and Cam Hayward and Chris Wormley. I think is going to be uh, the you collapse know what I would like pocket. to see sometime too is the possibility there there always exists if you. You know, with Alex Highsmith or Ola, one of those guys. Done. Remember how they used to go big nickel, and sometimes they'd put stuff onto it out there. Right. You know, I I think Wormley could play that. Yeah. You know, he could play a five technique out there. He yeah. could provide a pass rush or yeah. something with a big nickel. Yeah, I I, I think Stefan Tuit, um, would be better than Chris Wormley. I think he's got a better pass rush. Uh, moves. I think, I think Steph's uh, better on the inside. Yeah. That would be my only thing, just because of the fact that yeah. he's gotten—he's big. Yeah, he is a big man. You know, yeah. when you stand next to him, right? You know, Stefan is—is—he's huge. Yeah, he is big. He's—he's—he is big. Yeah, and he is very athletic, and he's very right. uh, physical, and he's got great pass rush moves, and he keeps getting to the quarterback, or, or he keeps running. Uh, throwing to the bodies ball around, yeah, yeah, and he's throwing the ball uh, bodies around, and you know, I just want, I, I just uh, think that if he stays healthy for all sixteen games, he's going to have a great season. Oh, I wouldn't you love to see it? That's what we've been yeah. hoping for. But that's what we've been wanting, and hopefully, he will do that. Right? Yeah, and and I, I you know, I'm I'm a big fan of Stefan, uh, and he's a young guy. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he, he's he's uh, uh, maturing now, and. Uh, 
He's uh, he's a young guy. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, 412-919-1316, if you want to get in on the conversation. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. The autumn wind is a raider. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, the autumn wind is a pirate. Yeah. That's, that, that, that totally threw me for a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly. So the autumn wind is a raider, and they moved to Las Vegas. Do you think they're going to have any, you know, <laughs> this year it's not. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You are sitting there, you're going to this brand new sport. Big, huge stadium, stadium, Allegiant Stadium yeah. in Las Vegas, okay? So you've uprooted the franchise. In this COVID year, you're you're going to play in this stadium, but the problem is they're not going to let any people in it. Right, right. No fans are allowed in Allegiant Stadium. Now, right. how do you – well, I guess, you know, you're going to have to postpone the opening ceremony to right. 2021. Yeah. But the thing that really interested me, really kind of – I shake my head. You got Mark Davis, the owner. Yeah. And Mark Davis says, well, if the fans can't go, then uh, I'm not going to go either. Yeah. And I go, oh, hello? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, say, what What are we talking about? You, my, my, You're the you, owner. Yeah. Why Al, would you not go? And your father would be at every game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His, you know, his dad had his own super uh, superhero leisure jumpsuit. Yeah, Remember right. Remember that? Yeah. He wait. was kind of like an Elvis suit yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Al, a little bit, Al, Davis. Al was a little bit out there. Yeah, he was yeah. a little bit, uh, uh, you know. But anyhow, as far as the, the Raiders going to Vegas, I still don't understand that move, really. Uh, but that stadium is is colossal. Right. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've seen pictures, pictures of it. Pictures of it, yeah. You know, um, one of the things that uh, I'm wondering is do – when we get in, get out of this pandemic, right. uh, and uh, stadiums go go back to normal, and football goes back to normal, do you think um, there's going to be home field advantage for the Raiders in Las Vegas? You know, the, there, I would have to think there, it's going to take some years because you think right. about the fact when uh, the Cardinals went down to Phoenix. Yeah, you know that was a retirement area, and it right. was like as my brother said when he went down there with them, he played for the. Phoenix Cardinals, or well, yeah, Phoenix Cardinals then, now Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. But, um, you know, when he went down there, he said it was like everybody brought their favorite team, you know, loyalties with them, and nobody was loyal to the Cardinals. Yeah. Because that was where retirees retired too. Right. And they brought their loyalties from all over the country. Yeah. So I would think that Vegas being – you know, a place where people are in and out, and yeah. who knows what. I mean, the Raiders. It would I would think that you're going to have problems with a fan base for a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, where do you got? Where do you start with history there? Yeah, it it, it it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. And do people go to the Las Vegas to see the Raiders, or do they go to gamble? 
And, uh, you know, are they going to be able to fill up that stadium? Not only that, but, again, with the hypersensitivity that the NFL has had over the years towards gambling, yeah, why would you put a yeah. team right there in the mecca of it? Yeah. Or as Bob Labriola always says, that the hypocrisy of the NFL knows no bounds. Yeah, yeah. You know. And and you know what and and the um, you know what I'm I'm thinking is, do Raider fans go or do, um, the opponents fans go? You know. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like, mean, there'd be a lot of out of towners yeah, probably. Steeler, you know, Steeler fans. I think would go to Las Vegas. They travel well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They wouldn't mind being there. Yeah. Do you remember when we went down to Tampa Bay our rookie year? And they, yeah. They said all the at the airport bars, um, they were all out of beer. I think yeah, they, they and in all the restaurants, they were out of beer <laughs> because the the Steelers, Steelers fans were Steelers, traveling heavy and hard, man. Steelers fans back in the day drank up the dry Tampa. Oh, yeah. absolutely. All right, now let me let me shift gears here, my friend, because. The mad backer, as he was once known, Bart right. Scott, yeah. all right? Now, he made some news the other day. He came across, he's mentioned, uh, saying mentioning Troy in the same breath as Ed Reed was disrespectful to Ed Reed. Wow. That was really kind of, I, I thought, kind of disappointing. Now, I understand wanting to stand up for a teammate. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you sit there and, and, you know, I would say you're this over yeah. that guy and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, to say it in, the, in that context, and it was really funny because I listened to the interview, and it was with his radio partner. And first of all, we understand that it's Bart Scott. Right. And we understand that they called him the mad backer, partly yeah. because he was a, a little bit uh, maybe a little dysfunctional. A little crazy. Yeah, a little bit crazy. And, um, you know, the point he was making was in comparison of, of – Troy with Ed Reed. It wasn't the fact that they both were deserving of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Okay. But that to speak of Troy being as good as or nearly as good as Ed Reed was disrespectful to Ed Reed. And I thought, now that is disrespectful in and of itself. Right. Why would you slap down? Uh, basically, that's what you're doing, punching down at a yeah. Troy Polamalu. Ed Reed was a great safety. There's right. no question about it. And Troy was a great safety. Yeah, they were. You know, they both were game changers. They yeah. were both had the ability to make the big play at critical moments. We right. saw that over and over. Yeah. With Troy Polamalu. Yeah. Uh, basically, you're looking at the fact that Troy. If if I had to to break it down into apples and oranges, which it really is, you're talking about somebody that played over the top versus somebody that. Played more towards the line of scrimmage, right? Yeah, you know well, what I mean. Someone played center field, and someone played all over the field. Exactly, yeah. and I think what makes Troy so unique, and why I think you know, you talk to Dick LeBeau, and he says he was the greatest safety that ever played the game. And right. I take Dick LeBeau's word a heck of a yeah. lot more than I take Bart Scott. Yeah, right. But I mean, Troy changed the game in the way it was played. Right. And I understand, you know, one of the things that uh, uh, Bart Scott said was that Ryan Clark. Played, made up a lot for Troy. Well, yeah, of course, because that's what you got to do. Right. But, you know, show me somebody else that's supermaned over the top. Show me some guys that, that came down to the end of the line of scrimmage and stripped the Flacco of yeah. the ball and scooped it up and, and took it uh, the other way. I mean, these were big game-changing plays that Troy made in key moments, and he did change the way safeties played. Right. And, 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 and Troy had – a unique perception 
of the game. Yeah. And uh, he anticipated well. Unbelievably and, well. And uh, when uh, uh, he anticipated something, uh, he could change direction and cover up uh, for his mistake. Uh, and, uh, the, you know, that was just... Uh, he was also so good at sugaring. I've told the story numerous yeah. times about how he, you know, went down the line of scrimmage behind and everything yeah. and then went to cover three, played the middle. You know, all on the snap of the ball and being confusing to the opposition. Yeah. I mean, he was really very good at, as they called it, coffee housing, hanging right, right on the edge of the box. Yeah. Is he is he going to be deep? Is he coming up into the, into the box, you know, towards the line of scrimmage? Do you run the ball? Do we pass the ball? I mean, he was always making the opposition second-guess themselves. Yeah, yeah, and he, I was, just he was a great player. He, he, he was. And he was so athletic and so fast and – uh, so intuitive, uh, and that—that's how he made plays. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. So I would say this, Bart Scott. You know what? The, your comments that it was disrespectful to Ed Reed is about as ridiculous as when you threatened to kill Heinz Ward. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Remember when Heinz? Yeah, said, yeah Heinz said he threatened yeah. to kill him. Yeah, because I mean, he, he like, come he, on because he had a crackback block on him. <laughs> And he lit him up. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. That was one thing I loved about Heinz, and this you can never change. Yeah. Um, he blocked and he was he was tough and they changed the rules for yeah. him. Um there was nobody quite like Heinz. What, yeah. as he used to say, it was it was tougher than woodpecker lips. Yeah. All right, let's go to Jordan uh uh in the North Carolina. Jordan, welcome to the locker room, brother. How you doing? Doing great, guys. I uh I just want to let you know how much I like you guys and uh, how much I've missed you and been in depression when you guys were gone through this whole COVID pandemic. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank Sorry. You, Jordan. Hey, buckle up, baby. Don't don't be down now. We, yeah, we got to roll. We, we, oh. We're rolling uh, 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 through camp. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm definitely in a higher spirit now that you guys are back, but uh, I had a few things to talk about you guys. But What do you got? Uh, um, I was wondering what, what you guys thought about uh, Ulysses Gilbert. You must have been listening in in, 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 uh, in between commercials here when we were talking off the air because you are right on it. Tell me what you think about him. I, I'm really excited about him. I know he, he came from what? Uh, um, Akron. Was it, uh, Ohio? Akron. Akron. Okay, yeah. Akron. Okay. He was in Akron okay. Zip, and, uh, and I played in the Rubber Bowl there twice. There you go. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. And uh, I, I just know he's got a lot of sideline to sideline speed. He might be a smaller body, but I mean, he might be one of those guys that be good to to take that Mark Barron role from last year to help out with Devin Bush. Well, you know what? I I, I think Yuli is going to be the third linebacker. Uh, I think Vince Williams is going to be uh, the starter with Devin Bush because he is the thumper. Uh, but I, I I agree, Yuli will uh, play. Uh, because he's very fast and he is very, you know, he, he anticipates well, but uh, he had back issues last year. He had year. back issues. If he's able to regroup, reload, and be able to exhibit what he showed uh, on his tape pre-draft and some of the instances that we got to see him in the first half of the season before he got hurt, look, he's got capabilities of being that hybrid guy. Yeah. That's a possibility. This yeah. guy, gen I will say this, he generates a lot of force in very few steps. Not He's not the same as, but Kendrell Bell was the hardest-hitting, quick 
starting guy I've ever right. seen that yeah. I can remember. Yeah. And and Yuli is is along the lines of that. It doesn't take many steps for him to get to max force. And then Kendrell Bell was all intuition. Uh, intuitive. He he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't he big wasn't, on the checklist. He wasn't a big on the checklist. Uh, I I remember uh, Tim uh, Lewis. Tim Lewis said uh, this. Uh, this uh, uh, checklist doesn't mean anything to uh, <laughs> the Kendrell scouting Bell. report. Yeah. Well, I say, guys, and I, I had one more thing. I keep hearing everybody questioning Juju. I still love Juju, and a lot of Steelers fans are down on him from last year. But I really don't think he needs to make that step to the number one wide receiver if we can have six number twos with, with Claypool, Juju, Washington, Johnson, and then and then you have Ebron and Vance who could also be number two wide receivers. He's just going to have. I mean, he can't guard everybody. Yeah, Juju's I, I, coming back. I Juju is going to have a big year. Yeah. Juju's going to have a big year. Uh, you know, he He's was healthy and Ben's healthy and Ben's back. And he was, uh, uh, he and Ben have, uh, uh, a they thing together. yeah, yeah. They, they got ESPN <laughs> mental telepathy. I, I found myself having to defend Juju to my dad and all the other Steelers fans I know, but, uh, but, um, I, I had one thing, uh, the, um, the, the, the nickname for uh, Chase Claypool. Have you guys heard Mapletron since he's from Canada? Like Megatron, but with a maple leaf instead of... <laughs> I didn't hear that. Uh, Mapletron? Um, Mapletron, yeah, like like Megatron, Calvin Johnson. But I, I got you, but here's maple here's the rule in the locker room. If you got to explain it, it doesn't, it's not, work. doesn't work. <laughs> no, I, we'll, we'll work on it, though. I like it. It's got It's got some potential. Yeah, I don't know if it'll stick or not, but I like it. I named my fantasy football team that, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Thank you, Jordan. Love you. God bless Appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Have a great day. All right. Uh, he's Wolf, and I'm Tunch. We're going to close out the show. Mapletron. You know, Mapletron. You think about that? It's, it's got a little something. Yeah, it's got a little um, Maybe. What about what about um, something with Tuke? You know, yeah. you got to, you know. Tukatron. <laughs> To Katron. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's Jacob, a, we got to get that. The Bob yeah, and Doug McKenzie yeah, theme yeah, song. The whoop, uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Uh, all right. That'll be good. All right. We'll, we'll come back with that. All right. He's Wolf. I'm Touch. You're in a locker room. This is where the DJ talks. Don't say anything. Okay. Good day and welcome to our single. I'm Bob McKenzie and this is my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? Beauty, eh? Yeah, I like that. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. How's it going, eh? (laughs) I'm telling you, this is killing me. Chase Claypool's got to love this. He's just got to love this. This is... This yeah. is a theme song for but, Chase Claypool, yeah, the Great yeah, White North. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, um, yeah. oh boy, <laughs> it's a jelly. Yeah, it's a jelly. It's a jelly. Uh, you know yeah. what? Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Tunch and Wolf. We got the bell lap, Chulich. Right, right, bell lap. This is it, my friend. So, as, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about the Chase Claypool before. Yeah. Being a young guy, one of the things the young guys 
I think are going to miss this year is yeah. the bonding experience that exists from coming to going, you know, coming to training camp, St. Right. Vincent College. Yeah. And that is about that's about leaving all your comforts behind, yeah. separating from your loved ones, and you're going up to uh, training camp. And I, I can think of three basic ingredients that I think are going to be missed. Right. All right. Number one is the commitment. All right. Now, this is interesting to me because due to the COVID virus, yeah. it's interesting to me how you know, you've got to, you had to train by yourselves. We used to have to do that in the right. early 80s. Yeah, yeah. And the true north, what kept you your, your pointing in the right direction was knowing how brutal training camp was. Right. It was a commitment, and you were basically showing up and, and showing everybody, I made my commitment. Yeah, I, but, I'm here. But rookie offseason, we worked out at uh, uh, the Red Bull Inn. You did. I yeah. wasn't down there. Yeah, yeah. You, you, were, you were up in, uh, in uh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. The great white north, yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I worked out with uh, uh, Colby and Webby and Larry Brown uh, and Steve Corson, and you know it was fun. I, I, they, they, that was a, a great workout. And when we started getting, uh, when John Kolb retired, he was immediately made the strength and conditioning coach. Right. Uh, and then he w- moved to uh, defensive, uh, line. defensive line coach, and then he went to special teams, and he went to tight ends. Uh, he, he coached a, he coached a, a lot of people, um, but you know what? Uh, he killed us. He killed us in uh, off season training. Yep. He, he made us run. Uh, you know the uh, uh, the first part of uh, uh, the off season was running uh, distance. The second part of uh, of off season conditioning was running the stadium stairs, and the third uh, part of uh, conditioning was running sprints. And uh, it, you know, and and we we had come downs. Uh, you know, they were brutal. Yeah, brutal come downs. And uh, but Colby was a great strength and conditioning coach. Yes, he was, and I, I always. But the, what highlighted the commitment to me was, do you remember how we used to talk about? Because we always rode together. Yeah. Uh, and we made that left hand turn onto from Route Thirty, and it was always that one time. I remember, I turned to you. and I said, "Do you think if we just kept going straight?" Would anybody notice? Yeah. And I remember when you said to me, go, just remember, they can kill us, but they can't eat us. That's yeah. against the law. <laughs> yeah. That was it's the commitment. Yeah. The second thing that I think is going to be missing is the misery index right. that really bonds a team together through blood, sweat, and tears. Right. The uh, last man standing mentality of yeah. a Chuck Noel camp, but it gives birth to a team. Right. There's something special about surviving the brutality right. that gives birth to a team. Yeah, we and we we uh, we always get closer. Uh, yeah, in the uh, uh, in the misery, because uh, we you know we go out together, and uh, uh, the the one thing that I hated about camp was the that, one thing. Yeah, the one thing I hated about camp was that Raleigh kept us in the meeting room. Oh. Uh, till ten o'clock. Yes, and so we couldn't go eating sandwiches, but we 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 we'd go flying to Wendy's. How about how about Dunny walking by our open door yeah. meeting room after about twenty minutes of with meeting with Georgie Perlis? Yeah, because all he had to install was the headbutt too. Yeah, guy. yeah. You know, so I would say the the misery index and what I loved about it was if you remember, uh, John Kolb 
uh, Brian Hinkle, Jack right. Lambert, any of those guys. They were multiple winners of the most miserable man right. in camp as we voted on them. Yeah. But quite frankly, would you not say that if you put everybody's name in a hat and drew one out except for a quarterback, a kicker, or a snapper, yeah. uh, you would – You'd have a winner, right? Right. Because everybody was miserable. Back yeah, then. and Hink was, uh, you know, Hink played thirteen years. Yes. And every training camp, he said, "I'm gonna retire. I'm gonna retire. <laughs> I'm gonna retire." The best one was Mike Malarkey. Yeah. When he wrote himself that note, yeah, he told me about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mal- Mike Malarkey, uh, he was my roommate after you left, and I told him uh, he was gonna retire. I said, "Don't retire." I'm not going to have anybody to hang out with. <laughs> and he came back another year. Right. And and uh, I, after that season, he had back surgery, and he was cussing me out. And he, he wrote us something out. He said, don't listen to Tunch. Yeah. <laughs> and then the greatest moment of training camp was yeah. the Latrobe 500. Right, yeah. Tell us about Latrobe yeah, Late, 500. You know, we were uh, the last day we – Gotten in our cars, and we we uh, already packed our cars. Oh yeah, pre-packed, and, and uh, it was running. Uh, the 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 car was running, and uh, we and we blew out of there. How about I always remember Coach Noel bringing everybody up in the meeting, saying, "All right, everybody knows this is the last day of camp. Everybody yeah. knows that, including the the, police, the fine state, uh, the, state yeah, troopers. They all know you're coming down Route 30, and you might be driving a little fast. So keep it down, man. And as soon as he finished the the the, the practice." We scattered like there was a bomb scare on yeah, campus, man. Yeah. I mean, we were off and going. And I remember going down the highway with you and me, listening to Leonard Skinner, listening yeah. to the boss, you yeah. know, whatever. You got the tunes blaring, and yeah. it was that was that was one of the greatest moments of the year. Yeah, because you're you, you're closing training camp, and you're looking forward to the start of the season. You know what? The rest of the year went faster than the six weeks we were at training camp. <laughs> Exactly so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's uh, uh, so uh, uh, we're we're about done now. Uh, We'd be Stan, done. Stan Severin will be up next, and uh, we'll be uh, back here tomorrow. Uh, thank you, Jacob. You did a great job as usual. Uh, You're Jake, a fantabulous yeah, young man. Jake, Just Jake's, fantabulous. Jake's great. He finds our music. And uh, he finds our quotes. He puts and, up with you. Yeah, and he puts up with you. <laughs> Hey Jake, who who's easier to put up with? <laughs> uh, for me. I don't like you guys making me pick a side. I'm not picking sides. Here. <laughs> All oh, right. that's beautiful. All right, so uh, uh, Jake's not going to pick a side. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, we're we're going to say goodbye, and uh, we're going to be back uh, tomorrow. Just like bad breath in the morning. That bright breath, breath in the morning. So long, everybody. God bless you. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you have been in the locker room.